0: Welcome to The Unbridled Woman, with your host, Deanne Rose. Dive deep into the essence of your feminine light, harness the strength that lies within, and rise beautifully into your authentic power. Now, here's Deanne.
1: Hello, Unbridled Women. Oh my gosh, this is our very first episode and a dream come true for me. I am. It just warms my heart to be sharing this sacred space with you today. There is nothing more potent and powerful than a circle of women loving, nurturing, and empowering each other. And there is a phrase that I heard in a song a while ago that I wanted to share here that really resonated with my heart. And it went something like this. They say there is no greater wrath than a woman scorned. I say there is no greater blessing than a woman reborn. So I want to take this time to um, just to have a little opening, opening gratitude prayer. And if you're in a place right now, if you want to light a candle or some incense and just inviting us to become present in this moment, and I want to begin by giving gratitude to the great creator energy that dwells within all of the existence. And I give thanks and offer reverence. I thank you to the waters that cleanse. I thank you to the air that brings clarity. I thank you to the earth that sustains me. Thank you to the fire that sparks my heart awake. I'm calling in the blessings and the protection of the angels to surround this space with safety and love for all who are listening. And so it is. And now I invite us to become even more present in the sacred circle together and taking three really deep presencing breaths. And as we take a deep inhale, as we open up our belly, we're going to be relaxing the pelvic floor and we're gonna be expanding our heart. And as we exhale, just softening and releasing any tension that's in the body. And a deep breath in and a slow breath out, just becoming really present here in the moment, perhaps feeling your feet on the floor, your butt on the chair, and one more deep breath in, and a slow breath out. Mm. So today in this premiere episode, I have a beautiful guest, a beautiful dear sister of mine who I actually had the pleasure of being on one of her podcasts a few months ago and we just really hit it off and became really great friends so I'd like to invite and introduce you to Yvonne Raka and Yvonne is a life and relationship coach and she's the host of her podcast dating greatly with her compassionate and down-to-earth approach She guides individuals through their healing process, helping them rewrite limiting beliefs, cultivate self-love and gain clarity on their desires. Yvonne's mission is to empower women to connect with their intuition, become open and ready to attract their person and manifest the loving relationship they deserve. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful work that you bring into this, into this world, dear sister. So as we start our journey today, Loves, uh, Ivana will be sharing about um, her journey, a story, an episode, an experience that she's had in her life on becoming an unbridled woman. And then in our second half of our journey together today, um, Yvonne and I will just have a really sister chat about what it means to be a resourced woman. So Yvonne, I'd like to open up our space together and ask you, what does the word unbridled mean to you
2: mm. well first of all thank you so much for having me on your show today i'm truly honored and that was a beautiful grounding i feel really really good and calm and um yeah thank you so much i'm honored to be here uh what does unbridled mean to me unbridled means to me that I can be myself unrestricted. I can be my natural self, my true essence. I'm not holding back. I'm not holding anything in. I'm expressing and being my authentic self, just free and liberated. That's been a big word for me in this last year, liberated Mm -hmm. from the things that used to hold me back, beliefs, patterns, anything like that so being an unbridled woman to me means being liberated from my past and from what used to hold me back
1: i love that and i'm sure so many people can relate that yeah and how i just yeah i'm just curious like how um how does that how does that freedom feel in your body of being able to express yourself Yeah, if you guys can right see now, her now. Actually. She's just like, oh, she's opening up her
2: arms and just like it's like a bird flying. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's it's truly that. And I can feel as we're talking, actually right now, there's like shivers going up and down my body, like um just really pleasant sensations. Um not not being constricted, not being tense, but just yeah, being open and mmm yeah, just, just a whole bunch of pleasant sensations really. (laughs) And just like, it's a freedom in my body. Like my body has never felt more like limber. Like my (laughs) hips used to be so stiff and, um, and I know I do yoga every morning, but I feel like it's more than that. Mm -hmm. Just my body feels free and, and yeah, like flowy and like, yeah, does that, does that answer your question? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's a perfect lead-in because now my question is, what was that, what was a pivotal moment in your life that um, brought you to this, you know, wanting to bring this freedom into your body, like wanting this questioning or being like, hmm, what, what there's, maybe there's
2: something more,
1: you know? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So there's actually, there's actually two moments that, have been pivotal in my life so far to be to become like the woman that I am today, uh this unbridled, free, liberated woman, and so going from the body, like how I feel now, you know open flowy, free, at my low point, I was like my body was so tense, um stiff, hurting, like my joints were hurting um and I believe that was a reflection of the relationship I was in at the time. So Mm -hmm. I was in a really unhealthy relationship for, I think it was four or five years that I kept it going. Even though after one year, I knew that this was not good. I needed to get out, but I was codependent in this relationship. So I just couldn't, like I physically, spiritually, I just could not leave. I was, I just felt frozen in this relationship, even though I knew it was really not good for me. And my intuition like that, that it was a little voice at the time was like, this is not for you, you need to get out. Um, But I ignored it. And so my body just kept getting tenser and hurting and getting sicker. So in that time, um, I developed I think it was an underactive thyroid. and, Mm. um, And also, so anyway, yeah, and there was there was abuse in the relationship. This person was an alcoholic. He was self-harming. And I thought I had to rescue him and take care of him and I could save him. And I was so focused on this person that I just was on the back burner. If even there, like I wasn't even any, I wasn't even on the burner at all. I was like... (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I was, I was nowhere in the vicinity, nowhere in the vicinity. No. And, um, so I kept that going and it was on and off just this addiction to this person for like five years. And then I remember I got so sick and it was some kind of a infection, some kind of a virus. And, um, I started to lose my voice. And by the end, I had no voice at all. So I had to write and communicate or like whisper (laughs) to communicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was, and in that moment, I remember I was talking to my sister one day and I just, as I was talking to her, just this realization, I've now lost my voice. Like everything I've lost, everything, like any connection I had to myself is now gone. And I just realized I was at this like cul-de-sac, like there was no, I I could. there was no way to salvage this, like the relationship. And then it was just this calm realization of um, this is it. I got to go. I got to take care of myself. And, um, and then I started like my, yeah, journey to, to find myself, to find my way back to myself through therapy, through self-help um, through finding out like what brings me joy, what people bring me joy, like reconnecting with people, making new friendships, doing what I love, doing what I wanted. And that was really foreign at first.
0: Mm.
2: Um, so, so that was like the first, the first, um, moment. And the second moment came where, where I already thought I had like found myself. I already thought I was free and unbridled. Um, and that was in my last relationship. And I just came to a point where I wasn't fulfilled any longer. And this need for like joy, liberation, freedom, connection, and love became so great that I I recognized the reason why I was staying in this relationship was because of this sense of comfort, security. Like I knew what to expect. Mm -hmm. But it had started to again, like I wasn't, I wasn't, I just, it was like this uh, this next level to liberation and freedom. And um, that was a hard decision to make. And it was actually a recent one in the last year, um, but I chose, yeah, joy, connection and love. And, um, and that's, this has been like the last six months I've really stepped into, into the, yeah, into my freedom, into my joy and, yeah. I don't, I've never felt more alive. <laughs> so yeah, that's, it's been,
1: it's been a journey. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all that. And I really, you know, I really see how, and you mentioned, it started as a a little voice, you know, that your intuition, right. And, you know, you know, I don't know if you find this with, you know, the clients that you work with is, as women, we, we tend to shut down that, that intuition, you know, or like that, that little whisper that, you know, might be telling us, you know, no, this is not the place for us or no, you need to do this. And, you know, it's almost like our, our, we're conditioned not to, to listen to that, that part of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, and in your case, um, you know, your body started to break down mm-hmm. and to finally, you know, it was like, well, if you're not going to use your voice, <laughs> I'm just going to take it away.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And it wasn't, yeah. Right. So it's like, it, it started, starts at these little whisper and then finally, and, and maybe that's just part of us, you know, being in this, in this human body. A lot of times we just need that big old, like shove down, <laughs> You can't move you know you, you actually need to start start looking at, at your crap right now um, mm-hmm. because your body my body's breaking down um, and it's really interesting to me because you mentioned thyroid you know I've also had issues oh, autoimmune with thyroid and you know I know it was it manifested because I never was able I never felt safe or comfortable in using my voice and expressing my needs. Mm -hmm. So it's like the body's like, well, if you're not going to use it, it's use it or lose it, right. And Mm -hmm. until we have like illnesses, and um, really just hit rock bottom in places, then we don't look at it. And, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, and I I really want to celebrate you. um, You know, even the, you know, the, how you know it's not it's not definitely easy coming out of relationships but mm-hmm. it seems to me like in this time you you listen to your voice and you you really kept that um that integrity of you know I, I'm this is this is what i I'm not going to settle for anything less than this. Like your, your barometer went up of like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not tolerating less than this in a relationship, you know? And that is so beautiful. Cause it's, you know, it's like, I think the universe gave you another shot like, Hey, are you really sure? Here you mm-hmm. go. Here's another relationship and maybe some certain just same aspects on it, but maybe a little different. And you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. This is, it's comfortable, like you said, right? It's so mm-hmm. easy to be comfortable, mm-hmm. and you know what? And sometimes we need to be in that situation, right? To mm-hmm. that's kind of our um, integration time and things like we need to be comfortable, safe, so we could integrate what has happened in our life. And then once that, then we need to keep challenging ourselves, um, and that's where the growth comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So as you reclaimed this full expression of yourself, I'm really curious of to like, so when, when did you start wanting to reach out and, and share your gifts with women in in your, in your business and, you know, with your podcast as they like basically rising into this full expression, this new expression, how am I going to be of service now with, with what I've learned and how I can pay this forward?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So so yeah, that journey started hmm, uh, in twenty nineteen actually. And I had I had been in um hospitality for many years and was really burnt out. And again, I had this moment where I questioned, you know, do I want to be in this air conditioned building for another summer? Do I want to be in here every weekend? Do I wanna not have regularity in my life, not have proper sleep? And I just recognized no, this, I need to take care of myself and this isn't, this doesn't, this isn't helping me thrive and I'm not making a difference. Like I'm Mm. selling hotel rooms, which, you know, it just wasn't enough for me in the grand scheme of things. So I took a break. I actually took a, I drove across Canada from I'm out in the West. So I drove out to the East. I flew to New York by myself and just did this big old, um, yeah, I guess integration break really. To figure out what i wanted and then um i settled in this little town where i'm at now and just started working at it was like uh an organic market where i saw there was tons of people in there like a good way to fit into the community and get to know the community and then i just kind of relaxed about what i wanted to do and um didn't put too much pressure on myself but I asked myself, like, what do I actually love doing? And what I love doing is talking about the stuff with, with my friends and, you know, watching the videos and reading the books and consuming this, like, self-help um, content, which had helped me so, so much, like, come out of codependency, come out of these awful relationships. And um, so that was always in the back of my mind. And then eventually it didn't go away. So I was like, okay, so life coaching seemed... It, it just... Was something that was yeah on my peripheral that just didn't go away so i i took a program for um I think it was two two years and um got my certification and then um after that i, I did some training with uh, for a year with dr gabor mate around um mm. trauma yeah so his approach compassionate inquiry Um, I did that right afterwards and, um, yeah. And then I started working with, with individuals and, and just helping, helping them understand themselves better, their patterns and, and, you know, with my experience, just showing them it's totally possible to, to one, have a healthy relationship and two, to find yourself and, and just have an enjoyable, enjoyable life. And, um. Yeah. And there's one more thing I, I, that came to me a little bit earlier too. And it's like this um, helping women understand why they stay for so long, why they put up with so much. Yeah, And oftentimes it's like this realization, at least for me, that even though my body was saying, no, my intuition was saying, no, my need for love and affection was so great that whatever crumbs and whatever I could get, like, Uh, that was that was so much greater because I was still in like my my little my little inner child mindset of of needing this love from someone else to to survive and so just I think for a lot of women just not being so hard on themselves when Mm -hmm. we stay for longer than we should and when we make these decisions that might not be the best for us it's like yeah this this need for love and affection is really really strong and um you know the more we can focus on ourselves and start practicing self love to to start sourcing that from ourselves rather than others um yeah that yeah. will yeah that's helpful <laughs> yeah and we'll definitely talk
1: more about that yeah in the in the second half cuz i think that's so important mm-hmm. um for women to to really understand um and yeah and, and thank you for just you know it also for for women to know that it's yeah it's it's okay i mean the need for i mean that's a basic need that of humans is love love Mm. and and community you know and um and you know sometimes you know we're not always um brought up in in situations that we're taught how, how to get that for ourselves. So we're, we have more of an experience of looking outward for it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and also, I can definitely relate with the, the codependency as well. Because um, I also, I also think it, it relates to, especially women who have high, um, who are very empathic Mm-hmm. you know they're you're very sensitive and just like you had mentioned you know, like you felt like you needed to care for this person like it was your your job to make sure that they were okay and it just like your your that gift that you had you know to oh, it wasn't a strength at that moment for you it was keeping you in a place of disempowerment mm-hmm. um then until like you can move out of that, then that becomes, you know, much a, a huge strength to be, you know, sensitive and compassionate to others. And I see that in, you know, in the work you're describing now that you're, you're doing with the women in your world, mm-hmm. sharing all that. So mm-hmm. uh, just, yeah, so beautiful. So beautiful. Um, and what did I wrote down here? Yeah. um When you were, when you're talking about taking that time for yourself and really going inward uh, and asking yourself questions, it it reminds me of you connecting more to that divine feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Of not, you know, when you were looking at like, oh, I don't know if I want to be in this kind of world anymore with with my with this business with you know what career I was in. It just was not filling your cup um and you connected as i just what i'm feeling is you maybe you didn't even really realize that but you're connecting more to that divine feminine energy of like all right i'm going to not push and stay into a place where it doesn't feel right for me i'm going to take this time to to go out and and really discover like really what's what's best for me and like, Mm -hmm. just feel like more into the flow of what my life, um, what I want my life to look at. And, um, and I just want to touch a little pinpon. Sometimes a lot of women feel like that feminine energy is, is might be weak, you know, it's that soft or, you know, it's, you know, it's too foo-foo creative, you know, but it's, no, there's so much power in just allowing,
0: mm-hmm. having
1: that patience, really getting into that divine timing of things. Um, when, when that comes up for you, because if you push, I think if, you know, if I had a, you know, if we had a crystal ball, see if you kind of pushed through, you know, and stayed where you wanted to stay, you know, you wouldn't feel this in full expression and free in your in your body, in your life, in your business, mm-hmm. um, if you had kind of stayed more in that um, push masculine um, mm-hmm. and not honored that energy coming up for you from the feminine.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, the you know, tapping more into the feminine and letting go of like the, you know, leadership and getting it done and doing all the things and sticking it out and pushing it through. That's super scary because it's almost like, well, that's what kept us safe. Mm-hmm. You know, this sense of control keeps us safe and letting go of control and letting go of the outcome. That's like the, the abyss. <laughs> that That is scary. And um, and actually, I remember before I drove across Canada, the idea that I would be in the car by myself with myself scared the shh crap out of me. It scared it scared me. I didn't know what this what what would it be like for this many thousand kilometers to sit in a car by myself and enjoy my own company. Mm. Um, but I I did take that that risk.
1: Yeah and that takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes a lot of inner strength as well because yeah that's you know how many times have you know have we wanted to busy ourselves to not look you know at, at our own stuff right you know mm-hmm. we watch tv or we take a nap or we do this or this and that but like you said i'm like all right i'm gonna be with myself in a car <laughs> and how beautiful how beautiful mm-hmm. if they really get to connect with you again with no yeah. distractions and just to be with whatever comes up because once it's in front of us, once it's no longer that shadow behind us, and we can see it, right? It's like mm-hmm. that's where it heals. And once it's seen, and we give it love and attention, or whatever, you know, and talk to it. I mean, that's the beauty yeah. about being—I'm sure—being in the car by yourself. You got to talk out loud to yourself, and whatever things were coming up, and you know how how beautiful is that? That's that's true, true healing. And I really want to celebrate celebrate you.
2: Hmm. Yeah, thank you. And that's what it was. I was chatting with myself and, and really, I, I I discovered that I was pretty good company. And it wasn't scary at all. And it was fun. And I could do what I want. And I could find out what do I want to do today? Where do I want to go today? And it was, it was beautiful. Oh,
1: I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to um take a short break right now. And When we come back, uh, we are going to dive into what it means to be a resourced woman. So stay tuned.
0: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
3: The mission at Native Path is to make it easier for people to get on the path toward better health and stay on that path. That's why their suite of nutrition products is made with the highest quality ingredients nature has to offer. One of their most popular products is their collagen peptides. Their collagen consists of only one ingredient and is always grass-fed and free from gluten, dairy, soy, and GMOs. Just the way nature intended. And it's amazing. They even have bone collagen and joint collagen products that are specifically formulated to attack problem areas. Brill oil, berber bean, turmeric, native greens, native mind, grain-free granola. The list of amazing products goes on and on. Native Path has an answer for all your needs. All their products are thoughtfully crafted to help you eat, move, and live in a way that supports a long, happy life. As a valued Deanne Rose listener, you can go to GetNativePathCollagen.com slash Deanne today for a special 45% off offer. Get on the path. Stay on the path.
0: Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device
1: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Welcome back to The Unbridled Woman with Deanne Rose. Have a question for Deanne or her guests? Join us on the show at 888 346 9141. That's 888 346 9141. Or email Deanne at the unbridled woman rises at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to
1: The Unbridled Woman.
0: I am Deanne Rose, and
1: I'm here with the fabulous Yvonne Raka, who has been sharing her story on her reclamation of her unbridled womanness. And for our remaining time together, we are going to chat about what being a resourced woman is, what it means to us, and any other juicy sidebars that might come up. So here we go. Um, So yeah, what is is meaning? I remember a friend of mine a few years ago, she said, I'm not feeling very resourced right now. And it was the first time I've ever heard that word. I'm like, what does really, you know, I knew what resources were, you know, the mm-hmm. like things we use in, in our life. and But I'm like, I've never heard myself not being resourced or I feel resourced. Um, so it got me kind of really curious. And um, I, I wanted to talk about that today because maybe perhaps, and this is what I've learned in my journey is like, if I was curious about it and I never heard about it before, there's probably other women who haven't. Heard about this either. So, um, and I think it's a very important, um, aspect to talk about because especially what we've been talking about, um, during the first half was, you know, the codependency and how you spoke about why you stayed in those relationships were because your, your huge need for love and affection that you felt needed to come from outside of yourself. Mm hmm. So, um, yeah, let's just, you know, like, yeah, what is does what being like resourced mean to you? And has, has is that a term that you use or is that kind of new to you as all, also?
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, I've actually haven't heard that, but I love it. It sounds yeah, being a resourced woman. It just sounds so beautiful, um, but I haven't heard it myself. Um, and I, I suppose for myself, there is different phases of. You know how I resourced myself Mm -hmm. um so you know when I was talking about being in that awful relationship for the five years when I got out of that I had I, I had no resources except for that little resource that got me to leave the relationship but I was like depleted I got I had nothing so the way back then going from that really like no sense of self no self resources at all um therapy played a huge role for me and in, um, in accompanying me actually in the relationship through the breakup entering this new stage of my life so that that was a big piece and then I remember back then this was about I would say probably 10 years ago now that this happened and um, I remember I started just riding my bike to the park mm. on a sunny day and just sitting and reading a book, or taking my journal and writing, and so that was that was how I slowly started to connect with myself. Um, and then, you know, at different phases. So, for instance, when I took when I left my career and I took that cross Canada trip away, at that point I was doing a lot better and everything like that. I had more resources. But one thing I practiced there is listening to my intuition. So when I would get to a new city, especially I remember visiting New York, I would practice finding my way back to my hotel, which was like downtown Manhattan. And I would go down just random roads and then try to tap into what does my gut, where does my gut want me to go? And and then listening to my mind come in and try to doubt it and trying to decipher like which one came first, which direction came first. and I practiced that and every time I was able to decipher and choose the right thing I would I would yeah I would find my way it would be correct and it was like whoa okay my intuition plays a huge role in in leading me the right way um and then yeah and so and nowadays I feel or get my resources from oh I feel resourced when I'm in nature, when Mm. I'm when I'm with a group of women or friends, but specifically women. I think there's something really magical about being in the presence of other women, whether that's in a circle or just having a cup of tea. Yeah, Um, that's beautiful. And then I have uh, a regular daily practice where I practice yoga and meditate. So I'm now at a point where I meditate every day and sometimes like when certain thoughts come in when certain you know um voices come in that that you know anxiety fear doubt mhm i have i'm i'm very privileged that i can take time and just sit down on my couch and have a meditation but i you know, if I'm struggling, I'm doing this, like, multiple times a day. So, but that's how I'm feeling resource. Dancing is another thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And just, movement. Mm-hmm. yeah, the flow and the sometimes slower, sometimes fast. But what I find, too, is, like, slowing things down is helps me tap into that feminine, my inner resource, my inner, I don't know, sometimes I, like, dance and, like, let my womb lead. <laughs> like, I tune into my womb and I'm, like yeah it's pretty great or taking baths um just things like that does yeah, does that answer the question of yeah. being a resourced yeah. woman like oh yeah and, and and
1: and you know the people who are listening, what a badass woman she's in Manhattan, and like you know, oh, I'm gonna just test my intuition here, like mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how amazing is that right mm-hmm. like of all places to test it. But that's beautiful because it got you. It was like, I'm just going to throw myself into the fire of this and I'm just going to be it. And. Mm-hmm you just strengthen that muscle really, really quickly. Cause mm-hmm. you were, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, yeah, I'm going to use my intuition in places that I'm comfortable at, mm-hmm. but um, I'm going to test this muscle right here and right now. And you found that it's, it is strong and it led you right where you were, you needed to be. Um, mm-hmm.
2: And so there was yeah, also I, some mishaps with that for sure. There was a couple of times I landed in some neighborhoods that I didn't mean to go to <laughs> So it was yeah. trial and error. Just, just a little tour of the city,
0: <laughs>
1: oh, Yeah, but that's it. Right. You know, we, it is, it's trial and error. We, we, you know, there's, there's no, uh, there's a bad mistakes. Um, you know, everything is an experience that we all learned from. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really, I really feel you in that, um, in that movement and, 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 and just taking time. I've, I've found myself just, um, because I used to deal with a lot of anxiety and, mm. uh, just deep breathing. You know, once, once I learned myself through, through my own, um, and this is part of my work now with women, but I got there because of my own curiosity, mm. um, about the, you know, the breathing with the, through the diet, the, how the diaphragm is um, connected to our pelvic floor. Mm. And, you know, when our pelvic floor is tight and, um, and our hips are tight, and all that is tight. We're just breathing so shallow, and you know when we take those deep breaths, not only are we opening up our lungs, but we're also relaxing our pelvic floor, and that, mm. especially for women, is is so important for, um, for our overall health and our pleasure, and um, and I think that's another re- you know thing to talk about too. Is like, you know to be resources is also to have pleasure in your life too, mm. right? And and taking finding the, the pleasure in little things. Mm-hmm. I, um, I remember when I was going through my coaching program, um, you know, pleasure was one of the big things that we were focusing on. And I would go, one of my favorite desserts is a uh, key lime pie. And, uh, so I found this place and I got myself a little piece and I sat outside on the little table and I I ate this piece of pie so slow (laughs) Mm. and it just brought so much pleasure to me. Like I really was tasting every little piece of it and, um, just feeling everything in my body with it, you know, and you know, that little piece that would have maybe taken me two minutes to eat was like 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Right. Mm. And, um, and I think that's also, yeah, for me too is, um, resourcing, you know, my energy and just my gratitude is finding the pleasure and the beauty in things, um, the little things in life. Um, and I just, just before popping onto this podcast, I saw something that was actually really interesting to me was someone had said that part of our brain that we feel anxiety in is also the part of the brain that we feel gratitude in.
0: Mm. And when
1: we, uh, Mm. so we, we can't be anxious and be, uh, uh, gracious have uh, gratitude at the same time uh, mm-hmm. so I was like oh that's really interesting I wish I wish I had known that when I was going through some of my <laughs> panic anxiety attacks you know but uh, yeah I just wanted to put that that little tool and bits of wisdom out there too because I think that's another great resource as well as expressing gratitude in our life mm. um, yeah so when do you like, when do you feel not resource like
2: Ooh. Every day. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> you know, even as as resources self aware and as liberated and as wonderful as as life is and as I feel, there's always those moments that come up. Um, you know, the doubt and the fear and the little voice. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so so that definitely that definitely comes up almost on a daily basis. And one other thing that that i want to m- mention of what i do to get resource when those voices come up because usually it's fear about something not working out or about losing something or about not actually it's always not being good enough not being good enough mm-hmm. in relationship in my work in general so i just put my hand on my heart and i just talk because that's a young part of me so i just talk to myself like putting my hand on my chest and like rubbing it in a circle and i'm like it's okay you're okay like (laughs) you're wonderful like you're you're perfect you're good enough you're worthy it's okay you can relax and really like that those reassuring words like over and over again um when I don't feel resourced and going out into nature is a must when I feel like that and you know what you were saying about your key lime pie Um, that's so beautiful that's what I do with trees (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I go up to trees and I like sniff their bark <laughs> or like their needles. But to me, that's so pleasurable because I can feel it and I can smell it. And I just feel so connected to nature and just, I feel so the strength and that certainty from the trees. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably sound like a Canadian hippie right now, which I guess I am, but it just, <laughs> it gives me so much calm and it really helps me like, to stop the those thoughts and in combination with that like soothing myself and reassuring myself out loud um that is very helpful
1: yeah yeah Uh, i'm i'm a tree hugger as well (laughs) (laughs) awesome (laughs) (laughs) and i i Talk to them, and they, I know they talk back. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, actually, one of my altar outside is by this big tree, who's like one of my good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can definitely I can so resonate with. Um, yeah, I mean those there's, those trees are you know supreme beings, and there's so much wisdom there, and um, and I love the way you you know you talk to yourself because you know that's how you would talk to a friend right Mm -hmm. like (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know it's so important for us to talk to ourselves like the way we would talk to someone that we loved you know Mm -hmm. and so like if we should love ourselves just as much as our friends our family you know our children and um and talk to ourselves in that soothing way Mm -hmm. because that's it's so important for those those pieces to to be recognized you know Mm -hmm. um yeah, because like you said, and I'm so. I, yeah, it's so important that you mentioned that, and for for others to hear. Because yeah, I don't know about you. Sometimes I, you know, I listen to you know podcasts or people, and you know, the, the, you know, they're like, I'm like, their life isn't just all you know rainbows and unicorns. Aww. Like, be real, be authentic, and yeah, just like you yeah. said, like, yeah, I've done all this work. I have these, t- you know, this is what I. But and I'm also. I have these moments that I'm seriously doubting this, or I have mm-hmm. fear about that, and that's real. I mean, that's part of our our being in this human body, you know. And then, but also understanding, you know, how I feel, anyways, is, you know, the you know coming back to that that greater part of us, that that higher our our, our spirit, that higher self, that is mm-hmm. is um, so very powerful and, and, and eternal, you know, when we can come back to that place and, and nature, like you said, is, is, mm-hmm. is the place I believe to, mm-hmm. to reignite that spark.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I um just, it's something that's, that's come up for me. It's, um, thinking about the women in, in my life, that, um, you know, everyone struggles and has, has, has issues. Um, and what I find is f- for what's made the biggest difference in like the lives of my friends or my clients is literally finding like five minutes a day to, to do that, to go into nature or to, to do some dancing or to take a bath or to do something for yourself. And I, there's also a lot of times where it's like, I don't have the time. I have kids, I have a job and all those, all those things. And when they do make the time, those five minutes, whether it's setting the alarm early or whatever, it just makes such a huge difference. Just spending that time with themselves. It's just, it's a new habit and it's different, but it makes a huge difference.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think how much time we spend on our phone, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, just consuming and scrolling, right? If we actually can, put that inside to our own self-care or timing, mean, we would realize we have a lot more time than we think we do. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. And it does it just like, you know, it starts, it starts with just little, little steps, you know, mm-hmm. a few minutes here, a few minutes. cuz you know, I don't know about you, but like my, my self care, like my morning has expanded over the years, <laughs> you know, to now, like I have to get up pretty early. Um, but it's all things that resource me, that nourish me. Right. And Mm -hmm. I,
2: when I don't do it,
1: I feel it. Mm -hmm. I definitely feel
2: it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. If I, when I don't set my alarm early to get up, it's, it's something is off. I don't have the same foundation. I don't have the same confidence I don't um I'm not as grounded or as settled I'm kind of more all over the place and and I don't enjoy that anymore and I think that's the thing when you start you know healing and you start really resourcing yourself the moments where you're not in your essence in the unbridled woman state it almost feels like painful it's like I (laughs) I I, want to get back to that amazing place and mm-hmm. um yeah so and and for me that that can only exist when i have these routines in place these rigorous routines really and um but i look forward to it and i love it and it's my time and it's like my sacred little space and you know like other people drink their mug of coffee i have my little yeah yeah a little <laughs> yoga mat in my meditation with my green tea <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. We all find every, and it's all different for everybody. You know, you just have to find what really lights you up. What, you know, Mm -hmm. what fills your, what fills you up. And, um, oh my gosh, having a senior moment here, you said something. I'm like, oh, I want to expand on that. Oh goodness. Um, but yeah, just, um, okay. Let me just, let me just take a moment here. Mm Um, Hmm. Hmm. Well, that went out the door. But, uh, <laughs> That's okay. That happens. I wish I could eh? do the, the replay now. What was that? Uh-huh. It was really good. It was really good. I want to expand on that. Yeah. Um, and. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. So, what is? Um, do you have like a favorite book that you like?
2: Oh, you know. I, I think I I'm not I, I'm more one I am um one for, like I watch videos. Okay. I'm definitely more of a YouTuber. Um I do have some books. So let me think about that. Um or even so, YouTube. Yeah, do you yeah. Like,
1: uh, Inspired you or you learned from.
2: The biggest so the biggest book, this was actually a book, um, that was like pivotal in my life to get me out of that toxic relationship to help me move forward and even years afterwards and even sometimes now I'll still look through it it's um called the language of letting go by Melody mm-hmm. Beattie and it's daily um codependent like meditation slash prayers and it's like for every day of the year there's like a little it's almost like an affirmation yeah. um so as you're in a codependent relationship, it's really helpful, like to remind yourself of like boundaries and like tapping into your own resources and not putting so much um, focus on the other person. But also, as you leave and you're in recovery, like you know, recovering as a codependent, it's super helpful. So mm-hmm. that book was life changing, and even now, my copy is just highlighted all the way through. I've lent it out to a bunch of women and recommended it. And yeah, if for anyone in a toxic relationship, anyone that thinks I might have codependent tendencies. Melody Beattie in general is an amazing author. And um something I'm into nowadays is I've just gotten into Joe Dispenza and he has like blown my mind wide open. <laughs> oh my God. So it's like it's like manifesting and like the power of our energy and the power of intention and the power of visioning. And um so I listened to his meditations on YouTube and I have had some crazy mm. meditations and things have happened after the meditation that just like blew me out of the water like just universe knocking on my door so very synchronistic occurrence like very very odd things Um yeah. but also it just has me feeling amazing and it just helps me keep focused on my vision on who I want to be on what I want and um has me in that energy like i you know way more often than being in doubt or, or you know things mm-hmm. like that so yeah joda spenza right now and melody beady mm, yeah
0: i've heard of you? Melody.
1: yeah i've heard i've had, actually one of her books it's not that one it's something about heart so i think they're more like love poems or you know but mm. same. the same was for every day and um uh mm-hmm. definitely uh, and Joe Dispenza, I, every once in a while, I'll get um, some of his meditation. Someone just sent me one of um, his that I wanted to. I want to listen to tomorrow. But I've known people who've had uh, life changing experiences, especially when you, you go to his, his seminars and stuff. So that's not, that's definitely my bucket list to experience something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's so important to be in that in that vision of of the person that you you see yourself becoming, you know, and, and being mm-hmm. able to live through that. So.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. 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 As we're, yeah, we're wrapping up here. Yeah. One of my, well, one of my favorite books that uh, changed my life, Um I read during my coaching was um by Mama Gina called Pussy. And mm. that really, that really brought me into um, more my femininity, more my bring. That's how that's how I learned to eat that that pie with such sensuality and and pleasure. Uh, so that really connected me back to that, you know, that that sacral um, sacral chakra area and uh, and that heart and connecting the that the my heart and my womb space together. So I love that mm-hmm. book. Um, mm-hmm. So. As we're closing, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here with me. And where can our listeners find you at?
2: Oh, well, yeah. Um, okay. Um, they can find me on Instagram at Life Coach Yvonne. And, or you can, if you are getting back into dating or into relationships, you can listen to my podcast called Dating Greatly. You can find mm-hmm. that on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your I really podcasts. Oh, (laughs) thanks. (laughs) Yeah. So those are the best ways to, to get in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you for being here today. It was such a pleasure. And I just, um, I want to, to the listeners, just please remember that I love to hear your comments. And if you have an unbridled journey that you would like us to celebrate during our circle here, you could email me at theunbridledwomanrises at gmail.com. And if your story is celebrated during the show, you not only will receive all our love and our good juju, but also access to my signature J.A. course, The Well-Pleasured Woman. Um, As we're closing here next week, I am going to be talking to a fabulous woman called, her name is Luz Gonzalez, and she is a multifaceted woman who was a pivotal part of my coaching business, and we will be talking in our sister chat on navigating femininity. And as we close this circle, I would like to offer this blessing for us. To the beauty before us, to the beauty behind us, to the beauty all around us, and to the beauty within us. Walk in beauty and have an unbridled week,
0: dear souls. Thank you for joining us on The Unbridled Woman with Deanne Rose. May today's episode infuse your spirit with the blessings of empowerment and the warmth of love. As you venture into the week ahead, embrace the divine feminine within. And remember that you hold the power to transform your life. Until we meet again.